Hello, and welcome to Follow the Woo podcast, where each week I, Fenelon Kush, will guide you on a journey into the land of the woo. We're going to investigate witchcraft, meditations, the paranormal and supernatural, alien and fey encounters, gurus, shamanism, and, and, and all the woo. So hold on to your butt. This just might be the weirdest part of your day. Hello, humans. First thing I got to tell you is that the sound is going to be different on this baby episode. And that is because I am in a new apartment. I haven't had time to set up my new studio space because moving is insane. And it looks like a bomb has exploded in our apartment. So if anybody's interested in coming to Louisville, Kentucky to help us organize, please let me know. So why did we move to Louisville? We just knew we needed to leave LA because it was just not really working for the two of us. And we made a list and drew up some things on whiteboards and we're like, how about here? How about here? And nothing was really clicking. Nothing felt like the right place. So we started to come up with this idea that we would do a year called a year of woo, where we would go to three separate areas in the country that were really woo hotspots, so to speak. One was Salem and one was the South and New Orleans specifically because we wanted to get into some of the vampire stuff going on down there. And I can't remember the third one now. I'm not sure. I got to be careful with the Southern accent because I'm doing it because I love it, but I don't want to offend anyone because now I'm here in Kentucky where people have that accent. So we were going to do this year of woo and go to these three different spots four months in each place. Just randomly, Ash was like, well, that's my wife, in case you don't know. She was like, well, what if I check and see if any tattoo places would be interested in some of those areas? And she specifically picked some in the South. And we're just kind of throwing things out there. And to our great surprise, a tattoo shop got back to her in Louisville. Well, at the same time, somebody I've been working with on the podcast, Stephanie Bingham, she lives in Louisville. And we had been talking about this potential show idea. And so it was kind of like, eh, we don't know. We don't know what's going to happen. And we originally thought we were going to do this year of woo thing where it was four months in each place. Then when the tattoo part came in, it was like, oh, well, I guess you're going to have to stay in Louisville for longer than four months. So we kind of threw out the year of woo idea. And we're like, oh, well, we got to pivot on this. But at the same time, there was this other idea that Stephanie and I had been talking about. And then I met a producer through Stephanie, and now we have another show idea. It's got legs, and we've got some on-screen talent, and we're thrilled that they're interested in being a part of this project. So what's going to happen in the next probably couple of months is you're going to start to hear, and for those of you that are on Patreon, you'll be able to see some of the things, some of the early pre-production that we're doing for this upcoming show. And when I say show, I don't mean a podcast. I mean a show on the TV. I know. It's a show on the TV. So hold on to your butts for that. I am so far behind because of this move and everything that's been going on that I don't have a proper episode for you this week. But I didn't think it was fair to not give you anything and leave you hanging like, what the fuck? Where is my weekly dose of the woo? 
there will be a new Woo episode next week. It is a weird one too. It is about mushrooms, magic mushrooms to be very specific. It's something that we re-recorded a little bit ago, but I think you'll be interested to hear the experiences that we had. There is a woo element. And I think for those of you who have tripped on mushrooms or acid, you know that there is almost always a woo element to those experiences. It can get pretty nutty. So we're going to talk about that next week. And for those of you who are patrons, thank you so much for supporting this podcast. Seriously, you guys are kick-ass. I literally have dozens of things in the hopper, but I haven't had time to edit and make them cohesive and plop them out into the world of Patreon for you. And like I said, the whole purpose of this little episode is just to let you know that, hey, I am here There is really, really, really cool woo stuff coming up, like stuff that I've been dreaming about doing for years. And I'm so excited that you get to go on this ride with me. I'll be telling all of my listeners on here about what's happening with the show and pre-production and introducing all the players and all kinds of little perks and behind the scenes content and stuff. I will be sharing little pieces of that with all of my listeners. But those of you who are patrons, you'll get extra access, obviously, to video footage and things like that. So I'll tell you this quick story of a weird thing that happened. We're driving across the country, right, from Los Angeles to Pennsylvania, because we stayed in Pennsylvania for a couple months with my family for the holidays and to get married. And so we're driving across. And, you know, we have to stay in different hotels and Airbnbs and shit along the way. And so we get to West Virginia, which, you know, we have California plates, and we're going through the middle of this country. We're queer people driving a Subaru with California plates. There's a huge chunk of this country that hates California, like with a fiery passion. They just think that the whole state is outrageously corrupt and uber liberal and that they're destroying the fabric of America. And then we have the little sticker on the back of the car, the Subaru, that's, you know, like a little queer rainbow thing. We had to lock the doors one time because there was this guy just kind of lurching behind the car, kind of like haunting us. But overall, nothing bad happened. Then we got to West Virginia and the people there were the weirdest of all in our experience of going across. So we get to the hotel and they're nice enough at the front and everything. They're, they're fine. But the hotel itself is super bizarre. We get to our hotel room and it's almost like we stepped into a time machine or something. The wallpaper was weird. The carpet was weird. It was all dated and the vibe of the place was unusual. We're kind of like, whatever, we're exhausted. We're doing like eight-hour drives every day, sometimes more. We're just like, fuck it. We're just going to sleep in this relatively comfortable bed and call it a night. But before that, we were like, oh, well, maybe we'll go to the hot tub. So I decide I'm going to go check and see if there's a lot of people at the hot tub. So I walk out to the elevator. And as I'm walking toward the, you know, there's a little corner that you take a right at to, to get to the elevator, a head pops out. I don't know, like he might have been in his early 20s, this dude. And he just kind of pops his head out around the side of the the wall. And I'm like, what is going on? And so then he pops his head back really quick. And I'm like, this is weird. So then he pops his head out again. And then he pops his head back. And there's no words exchanged. He's just kind of doing this. And I'm probably like 20 feet away from him still. But I, for whatever reason, I was like, I guess I'll just keep going toward this weird guy. So I get to the elevator around the corner and he's there with this girl. 
And they both kind of just stare at me for a little bit. And I'm thinking, oh my God, I might die. I might die right now. Like these are weird people who are just staring at me and playing pickaboo with me. Thank God the the elevator ding dinged and the doors open. And I don't know why, but I got in the elevator with them. Why? Why did I do that? I don't know, but I did. And I didn't die. Obviously I'm here to tell, but it was the most awkward elevator ride of my life. There were no words exchanged again. And they got out and I waited for them to leave first. And then I left and I went past the hot tub on purpose because I saw that they took a left when they got out to go toward the hot tub. And I was like, okay, we are not going to the hot tub tonight because these people are going to the hot tub and they are very scary, possibly fey energy. I don't know. So I walk by the front desk and pretend like I'm looking at the snacks that they have at the front. And I think, okay, I'll go back and I'll double check. I'll just see if they stayed. So I go back and I know for sure that they turned down that corner. And the only thing in that spot is the hot tub in the pool. There's nothing else. So that's the only place that they could have been going. So I go and I just, I'm like, I don't know why. I just want to double check and no one's there. No one's at the hot tub or the pool. And I'm thinking, well, but why did they come down? And then I was like, oh, well, maybe they're doing the same thing I was doing. Maybe they're just scoping it out. Anyway, I go back up the elevator, get up there, and there they are again. And they're walking straight toward me. I just say, hello there. And they go, hey, what's up? And they just start giggling and staring at me. And it's really weird. So then they go on and I'm like, babe, we are not going to the hot tub. And I told her the story and she's like, why did you go on the elevator with them, you crazy person? I know it doesn't sound that weird. I I feel like I'm not giving it the proper weirdness factor. But if you listen to April Hannah's episode about the elf guy or the fey guy that came into the cemetery and like stole the yoga mat and was playing music, that's how this felt. It had a fey element to it. Like it felt like they were otherworldly. They didn't say anything really. They could have been on drugs. That's the other option. I mean, I have thought this through. They could have been on drugs and, you know, you do all kinds of weird things when you're on drugs. But that was just part one of the weirdness of this hotel. That night, I have sleep paralysis for the first time in years. And for those of you who don't know, sleep paralysis almost always comes in conjunction with some kind of paranormal experience. In fact, almost every alien encounter has a sleep paralysis component which is really creepy, right? Because you can't move. You're literally at the whim of whoever is fucking with you. I forget what episode it's in, but I have talked about a couple other times I've had sleep paralysis. The one with the fake creature, I believe that was with Morgan Daimler that I talked about that experience, which she confirmed that that's 100% fey. And the other one I think I talked about in my episode with Teresa. And what was that? Shit that scares us. And the other one was fairies among us. So in case you're wanting to hear of my other two sleep paralysis experiences that were really very impactful and influential in the trajectory of my life. So it's been a while. I haven't had one in a really long time. Your body is completely frozen, but you know that you're awake or you're having some element of a lucid experience. You either know that you're sleeping, but you're still in a dream, or you know that you're sleeping and you're actually awake, fully awake, which I think the latter is creepier. No matter what, there's an element of knowing that you're fully awake, that you're in a, in this case, a hotel in West Virginia. 
and a woman crawled up the bed. I am not kidding. She had long hair, kind of like the ring, and she didn't have a face. It was just black. And she crawled toward, I'm getting goosebumps right now, even telling you. And she crawled toward me in the bed and I was screaming at the top of my lungs. But sleep paralysis often does that. Like you're trying to move, you're trying to, to make noise, you're trying to open your eyes, but you can't because you're completely frozen. Scared the living shit out of me. <laughs> and I'm in bed. I imagine with my mouth wide open, like trying to make the noise. And this woman, she just keeps crawling closer and closer and closer to me. And then I wake up. I'm telling you, there was something weird about that hotel. At the very least, there was a woman haunting that room or a female presenting non-human entity visiting me that night. How lucky am I? And I don't know about those elf people who are playing peekaboo with me. The whole thing was just so bizarre. I'm pretty convinced that there's some kind of paranormal energy. Maybe there's a portal. Maybe there's just some hauntings. Maybe it's just a hot spot for funky activity. I am not sure, but that is my story. Marinating that for a while. I love to hear from you all. So if you have stories about sleep paralysis or hauntings or, 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 or any weirdness that's going on in your life, definitely let me know. And it doesn't have to be scary. That's something that I'm really big on with this podcast is that we're talking about stuff that is traditionally or stereotypically scary for a lot of people. And it's scary for me sometimes too. I mean, that experience with the woman on the bed scared the shit out of me, but we're not trying to scare with this podcast. That's not the goal here. The goal is to just talk about the weird and inexplicable happenings that occur in our world all the time, every day, every second of every day, something bizarre and otherworldly is happening and we just don't focus on it much. Please share your stories if you have any. And if you are afraid, maybe we can talk about it and get you less afraid of that experience. I think in a lot of circumstances, you can dig in and find something that's less scary and more manageable when you hash it out with somebody who's also had a similar weird experience. Thank you to everyone who's been sharing experiences in the Follow the Woo Gmail account and those of you who have contacted me in other various ways. Keep it coming. Patrons, I want you to know that I had a very spooky SD session when I was staying in a very old house in Pennsylvania. And I'm going to actually share the video with y'all patrons. And on top of that, we filmed a little video to explain how to do the SD session in the way that it's meant to be done, the way that Carl Pfeiffer and Connor Randall do it. So it's it comes right from their brains. So keep an eye out for that. That's coming up pretty soon. As soon as I get my home office looking livable. All right. Please take care of yourselves, everyone. Spring is coming soon. And happy belated Valentine's Day to you all. And to all a good night. Goodbye. Thank you for following the Woo with me today. If you love what you heard, please make sure to subscribe to Follow the Woo wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you're feeling particularly stoked about this show, please leave a review and or rating. 
You can also support this podcast by becoming a member of The Order of Woo, where you'll get community access and loads of extra goodies exclusively on Patreon. That's patreon.com slash follow the woo. The Order of Woo patrons bolster this podcast and community and allow for the creation of more content, products, services, and events over time. Every little bit helps, and I'm so grateful for the patrons who have joined the order already. If you've experienced something magical, mystical, or just downright weird and want to discuss it, or if you're interested in sharing your expertise, or if you want me to research a woo topic with you or for you, please email me at followthewoo at gmail.com. Join me next week for another woo topic. And remember, tell the truth, be nice to each other, and if it feels right, 